This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Voice Hugs. This is your host, Rowena and Vivian. Hi, everyone. This is Vivian. We are so excited to finally be recording this episode. This podcast has been a long time in the making. And when you put two perfectionists in a room, this is probably our like 12th, 13th, 15th time recording the intro. It's been 30 minutes (laughs) of a (laughs) two-sentence intro. Yes. But anyways, we are very excited to be here today. Rowena, how did this podcast come to be? What was the inspiration behind Voice Hugs? Well, I think if we go back to the beginning of 2020, before we knew the world was going to turn upside down, I think I was already in a mental state where I realized the importance of human connection, being with people, spending time with people, you know, the whole happiness is only real when shared, all of that. And then when the world did turn upside down, I was working on the art of being alone, but not lonely video. And as I was doing research, I learned that it really comes down to the depth and the quality of your relationship. If you have solid connections with people, doesn't matter if it's in person or digitally, or if it's like a long distant friendship, so long as the connections are there, it's what truly fuels, I don't know, like our existence as humans. And having had the year, the year plus that we've all had, I feel like we can all collectively use a bit more voice hugs As you know, this is how I end most of my videos. So when Viv and I were thinking of what name to call our podcast, it was actually recommended by one of you guys. Thank you, Karen Gracie, (laughs) for this lovely and just such on-brand and relevant name. Yeah, I, I love the name. And to add on to what Ro just shared, 
what I learned through last year and reflecting for this podcast as well is that it's not just the quality of your friendships. It's also the quality of your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. I think this idea of connection has always been something that is very important to both Rowena and I in our individual lives as well as in the context of our relationship. It's being able to feel seen, accepted, loved for who you are. And it's our 10th year anniversary, Rowena. Did you know that? It is. Yeah, it's so crazy. I've known you for a decade. That's insane. Yeah, it's been a decade of friendship. And it's actually really cool to be recording this episode um, 10 years from when we first met. To give you guys some context, we met in college and we were living, (laughs) we were actually quite different. Our lifestyles are very Mm. different, the way that we spent our time, the way we dressed. Even friends, (laughs) we we knew each other and we were in the same circle. I mean, we're obviously friends, but externally, I think our lives looked very different. Through the years, at the core of our friendship was always this space to be seen. Mm. And regardless of how we chose to go about our lives, even career choices looked so drastically different on paper. You know, we had always (laughs) appreciated the other person's journey each year through every life hurdle or challenge or struggle. We've been able to through every chapter, season and reason. Exactly. We were able to. We've grown in so many ways individually, but also just within the context of our relationship, that love and encouragement and support has always been there. Bringing that back to the podcast, that's really what we want to create for anyone who is listening, to be able to share that space, anyone who's feeling the same way, has experienced similar things, hopefully through listening to the podcast, you're able to feel a little more seen, heard accepted, loved, encouraged, and reminded that you're doing great. Yeah. I think for, you know, echoing everything Viv said already, a huge part of, you know, you guys have heard the story of why I started my channel was because I felt like there are conversations that weren't as front and center, or I just felt like in college or in high school, if I heard more people talking about the struggles that they're going through, the things that they're feeling and the experiences that everyone's like, we all experience similar things, but no one's just really talking about it as much. So through sharing very candidly, the struggles that we go through, the ups and downs that will inevitably, inevitably, that word has always been hard for me to pronounce, (laughs) that will inevitably come um, you know, just it's just a good reminder that we're all we're all in this together. But really, like we're all going through similar things and it's normal, it's fine, we're all trying our best, and sometimes that's more than enough. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So to unpack everything that you just shared, Viv, I just want to take us back to 10 years ago. Ten years ago in October. We're pledging for a business fraternity. Yeah. Of all things. Yeah. So back in college, we met. Should we go into first impressions or? Let's do first impressions. Let's just do chronological. All right. First impressions. So I don't remember the first time meeting you, 
but I do remember my first impression of you. My first time meeting you might have been mm. when we met everyone. It's probably at the quad in front of Tommy Trojan. <laughs> yeah, it was probably when I met everyone in the class. But my first impression of you was I thought you were very cool. I thought you were very mm. down to earth, um, very sociable, like very easy to talk to, very welcoming. I remember you would talk to everyone. It, you weren't shy. Your nickname was Broina, so yeah, one with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Very one with the boys. Oh man, yeah, one wild the- times. I feel like. Oh yes, that was something I thought too. I thought you were more on the wild side. Like you had partied a lot in high school, and um, you hung out with older people as well. I, on the other hand, had never partied. In high school, I didn't even know that people. <laughs> yeah, that that's where I I was living under a rock, but um, yeah. So in that sense, like that's what I meant by I feel like we were very different at first glance. Mm-hmm. And now that you know, we can look back on first impressions and we realize Rowena actually had and still has social anxiety. She is very shy, <laughs> and she's just trying to be a cool girl. Um, that quote from Gone Girl, that's like, oh, the cool girl who like eats hot dogs and downs beers and tries to be this person who's always down. I think that was the epitome of who I tried to be and who I was in college. But anyway, (laughs) Viv, first impressions of you. I thought you were very sweet. You had an angelic voice. I mean, you still have an angelic voice. You were very thoughtful. Just ever, it's like, it's weird to say when you first meet someone that you think they're thoughtful, but you just seem like a very trustworthy, thoughtful, kind person. Aw, thanks. And you're so cute. I still think you're cute, but I was like, this girl is so cute. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So how did our friendship become, you know, like when was the first time that you felt maybe like connected within the friendship to me? Um, The first time that I knew you were, I think honestly, when I first met you, I was like, okay, this human is a gem. I already love and appreciate her. But the day that I knew was when we stayed up until 3am when we're pledging I forgot what we had to do, but we stayed up late. It was a sleepover with all of our pledge bros. We're sleeping on the floor. Probably, I don't even know if we had blankets. We were just literally on the floor. All of us just scattered. And we stayed up, I think, until the sunrise, just talking and asking each other questions about life, our experiences, what we've been through. And I think it was the thoughtfulness of your question and the depths of your question, A, not being afraid to go places, and B, just being so curious and being such a good listener that I was like, oh, like, this is, this is the one. (laughs) Like, you're a pretty cool person and I love to be friends with you. And I think because the way that I make friends with people, I love going deep. Like, I love going deep in the beginning. I just feel like we'd be friends forever because we had that deep conversation, which for the most part is true in my friendships. But at the same time, I've also realized that, you know, sometimes it's not reciprocated, but it's okay. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, for me, it was when we went on the road trip after college. And mm. it was a three day road trip. We went through Arizona, Utah. Um, and we were together in the car for three days, three nights. And that was really when mm. you were able to share so much more. Like I learned so much more about your background, your family. We played a little game called um, 32 questions that make you fall in love. Right, thirty-two oh, questions yeah. to yes. and it, the New York Times article. Yeah, and that to anyone who doesn't know what that is, that's kind of equivalent to "We Are Not Really Strangers," except this came out in two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. It's also like three different phases of questions that lead into mm-hmm. the the deep get to yeah. know you. Yeah, yeah. So that was when I knew that we would be friends forever. Mm. And that was also the year that you started your YouTube channel, which was so cool. Yeah, it was so cool to be able to like experience that with you and like see you start Mm -hmm. your journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say every time we would hang out, your level of openness and vulnerability of just saying what's on your mind gave me permission in a sense to be more open with my feelings Mm. you know how like friendships and just like relationships work like that right it's like when you meet someone when you meet someone for the first time if the person you're talking to is just staying at a surface level then you're like okay i guess it's just one of those conversations that's also stay surface but if just one person is like but bro, how is your soul? Or like, oh my God, this is some crazy thing that I've been through recently. What do I do? It really changes and shifts the dynamic and the depth of the conversation. And I feel like, yeah, it it might be your Aries and, and Aries in my whatever sign that because we demand perfection from ourselves, we have a very specific dialogue in our head that when you share your thought process and what you think of, I'm like, oh, wait, I think that too. And it makes me feel so seen and safe and heard, even if I may not have expressed it at the moment. And it was just very reassuring for me that I'm not crazy for thinking the things that I'm thinking. And this just goes back to our intro of how you're saying, you know, we both, whether it was deliberate or intentional or not, we created this very safe space to just be ourselves with each other. And that's something that's so valuable. Like as we get older, the more people we meet or the more people we don't meet because we don't want to meet new people, you just realize like, wow, it's so precious reflecting on you know the purpose behind the podcast and what we wanted to share with people the more vulnerable you are with someone else the more intimacy you can have in that relationship and friendship and it took a lot of time it took 10 years in the making I think that's a good reminder too to anyone who who might not feel like they have close friendships it takes a lot of time and Our friendship did not happen overnight. It was five years. We've known each other for five years before we went on the road trip. Yeah. 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 And I would say like year five, six, seven, that's when we felt really comfortable to share. And yeah, 
for me, it's when someone shares their hardships, the struggle that they're going through, Mm -hmm. that I feel like, oh, they've trusted me with something that is very hard for them. Or because of that, I feel more comfortable than reciprocating and sharing that back. And so during that road trip was really when I felt that from you. And so I... It's like showing, it's like we're showing each other. It's just like we're stripping naked. (laughs) (laughs) We're just showing up in our undies and being like, hi, this is who I am. Here's all my imperfections and my flaws. I know, I know, but it's fine. Like, this is who I am. Yeah. And I think it's like that honesty. You take off the layers slowly over time. Like each conversation (laughs) that makes you feel more comfortable, you like take off another layer, right? Mm. And I think also the cool thing about this is like, So this is so scattered, but I think like a cool thing about this too is that as time passes, you're learning more about yourself. So like you're going through a Mm self-discovery phase, especially in your mid-20s, mid to late 20s. I feel like Mm -hmm. that's when you have enough data points from your past to kind of recognize what are my thought patterns or why do I feel this way every time this happens? And the more you learn about yourself, the more you're able to show up in your friendships as yourself which definitely helps with the building of connection and feeling seen and accepted and loved and heard. I feel like everything you just said and how you're able to feel far more connected to me on a road trip, that was a year that I looked within and peeled back so many layers and asked myself, it was like when I started asking myself all those questions So it really is once you put in the work to sit with yourself and ask yourself questions, you're able to then share these findings with people around you. And that's when you'll also realize, oh, hey, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Feelings are okay. Feelings are normal. My feelings are valid. Feelings are feelings that everyone goes through. Feelings, feelings, feelings. And it's very reassuring to know that like the biggest thing I would say I struggle with in college was that I felt like I had to shoulder everything on my own. And I think even till this day, it's a part of that is still in my DNA. But I think over time, I've definitely gotten a lot better at letting people into my life, sharing my pains, sharing my struggles. I didn't before because I wanted to seem perfect. Mm. I wanted to be cool girl. Nothing faced her. Nothing bothered her. So cool, common, and bothered. But like literally everything bothered me. Literally everything. But I was like, I, I can't. I'm just going to pretend. I'm going to fake it till I make it. And the only person I hurt was myself. <laughs> you definitely faked it till you made it. Maked it <laughs> till you made it. Because I had I had no idea that that was what you were feeling in yeah. college. Like, no idea. Which is insane, right? It's like, you have these, in a way, it's like, scary. yeah, in a way, we had a, <laughs> we had a relationship with like a thicker onion layer. But I think like, yeah, all of that, it just comes down to you. I think now looking back, it made sense why we were the way we were and how our relationship naturally unfolded the way they did. But I think back then, 
it's like it's easy to be i'm not saying we're doing this but like it's easy to sit where we are and be like oh when i was younger ha 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 and like this is why things happen but i think when you're in the depths of it and that is your world and you don't have the tools or the resources or even the know-how of how do i reflect what questions do i ask myself how do i open up can i even ask for help would anyone even care <laughs> i think it's like being in that space when you're so in your head i think that's actually what it is just like being so in our heads like why would anyone want to be a part of this i don't even want to be a part of my own thoughts yeah so for people who might be going through it right now and maybe mm-hmm. wanting intimate relationships and friendships or mm-hmm. even just having a better relationship with yourself what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, man. I feel like we've touched on a lot of what I'd say already. I think the main thing, which is why we started this podcast, is around not being afraid to let other people in mm. and not being afraid of asking for help. You don't have to shoulder everything on your own because I realize the more I start opening up to people like you, Viv, or family, parents, people in my life, even on YouTube, the more I realize we're all going through similar things, even if the cause is different. Mine was triggered by loss. Someone's can be triggered by changes it can be triggered by a quote-unquote failure but you know the way it's it's in quotes because if we learn from our failures then they're no longer failures but anyway they're just we're all going through similar things feelings are universal and I feel like the more we're able to open ourselves up and let others in that whole process of being vulnerable that whole process of being open to feedback that whole process of letting our guard down, letting go of our ego, that combined is a recipe for very beautiful things to come. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And to add on, I think as you're opening up yourself to other people, there's this other part of that foundation of getting to know yourself better so that as you let other people in you're able to show your truer self as true as you can be at that mm-hmm. moment in time do you feel like you've been able to do that more and more these days i think it has gotten easier as i've gotten older i feel like when i was younger there was a lot of trying to fit in trying to be someone that I thought I should be. And even though I still struggle with that now to some extent, I do feel like being able to be vulnerable in my friendship specifically, that has showed me that it's possible to be mm. seen for, you know, whatever phase that you are going through in life. Mm. And I think that just reminds me that like to have true friendships with depth and with meaning or the things that we value and things that we seek or to have genuine human connection is to have that, to be able to break through fears and securities and to 
have the courage to show up exactly as who you are. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of what we talked about is learning to be open, transparent, honest with ourselves and each other. It's easy. It's easy to say like, yes, open up. But like, what does that actually look like in practice to you? I think a lot of times, like for me, it's like moments where I feel ashamed or I feel like I'm not good enough and I don't want to be like, I don't want to share that part of myself because it either feels weak or it just feels small. I think in those moments when I need a friend to pick me up, you know, and remind me that like, hey, that's actually not the case. Those are the moments where when I reach out to friends and they're able to show up in that way, that's when I feel like I'm opening up to them because it's almost like you want to show up in life perfect, right? You think that if I do all of these things right, if I dress this way, if I speak this way, if I present myself this way, then I will be loved and accepted by all. And that is just not the case. (laughs) When you don't feel that way, Mm. that you open up and you share that experience with someone else, they're also more willing to be like, hey, I'm going through the same thing, right? So it's really taking a look at your life, what you're feeling, what you're going through, and allowing yourself to share that with another human being. Yeah. How about yourself? How do you practice opening up with other people? Like what does that look like in your friendships? It all comes back to ourselves. I think like for me to be able to open up to you to the extent that I was able to when we're on our road trip was I opened I opened up to myself and I faced myself and I was being like that the year leading up to our road trip I was just like trying to uncover so many things trying to face myself trying to look at myself for exactly who I was and learning to love and accept myself as is and to also forgive myself that like okay you may have done things in your life that you would not do if you could do it over again but it's okay you've been on this journey you're going to continue on this journey you'll make mistakes you'll learn you'll make more mistakes you'll continue to learn that in and of itself is I think like what it means to be human right like the more you learn about yourselves the more you try to improve and you just keep adding on to this to be better and to be better and I think it's like as you're on this journey it'll also help you have the courage to be more open to other people I think the reason why I wasn't was because I wasn't open and transparent with myself I was hiding a lot of things from myself I like I would know that oh like this may be who Rowena is, but like, I don't want to face it. So let's just go out and party and drink and like, you know, distract myself and run away. But the more that I was able to sit with myself, the more I was able to sit with the friend and have the courage, confidence, anything to be able to be like, this is who I am. These are the struggles I'm going through and I don't have all the answers and that's okay. It really starts with, owning who you are, accepting who you are, being compassionate, like you said, forgiving yourself for things that you've done in the past and understanding maybe why did you do those things, right? Asking yourself those questions where then you can start slowly showing up one person at a time. Like, this is who I am. I'm still figuring it out, but 
at least I'm showing up honest. This is really where I am right now and that's okay. Yeah. As we're on this journey, do you think it's okay to not have any friends? Ooh. Sometimes you might feel like you don't have any friends, right? It's kind of like that saying where you can be at a party with 50 people and still feel so lonely. So if you're in a place right now where like you feel like you don't have friends or you feel like no one understands you, it's probably something inside of you that that you need to take a second look at. Something that came to mind is one of our mutual friends actually was telling me, you know, I love my friends. I've been friends with them for a very long time, but I can't have these conversations with them. Like they just don't understand or they're not on the same journey. What my response to that is like, that's okay. You can still appreciate those friends and, you know, that kind of relationship. You can still have your party friends or your like lighthearted friends. And that's good to have a good balance of of all types of friendships, but it doesn't mean that you won't find someone. Mm -hmm. And nowadays with the internet, there are people who want the same things as you. And it's so much more easily accessible to find, for example, YouTubers who are talking about the things that you're thinking about, right? Or podcasts, for example, (laughs) of things that might be floating in your mind, but you're not able to have those conversations with your actual community physically right now. But it exists and it's out there and that that's something that's important to remember so that you don't feel so different or so alone. I agree a thousand percent. Yeah. So many nuggets. <laughs> so many so nuggets. So many nuggets. There's so many things that I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, the funny thing is Viv and I have gone to each other on many, many different occasions within the past 10 years of like, Viv, I feel like I don't have any friends right now. And then she'll be like, you have me. I'm like, okay, at least that's the one. And vice versa. (laughs) Viv will come to me and be like, bro, I feel like I don't have any friends right now. I was like, no, you good girl. You have me. I think it's like less about being there for each other, more about how even though we do have friends and support systems, it really is like an internal thing where if you're in a mood or if you're in a specific season in your life, it'll feel as if you don't. And there may be seasons where like you actually don't. But I think if we take the time to really get to know ourselves, understand ourselves, work on ourselves, the time will come, right? If you're doing all the things, if you're working on yourself, you're putting yourself out there, Sooner or later, you will find the people. But if it's just like, I'm staying at home all day, being sad that I don't have friends, I'm not working on myself, I'm not putting myself out there, you know, then I'd be doing it to myself. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think like what you're saying, there are seasons. Like your life is constantly changing. It's constantly in flux. You never know what's going to happen next month. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And Just knowing that life, whatever is happening right now, is not forever. It's just temporary is a nice little like hopeful thing to hold on to. What do you guys think about friendships? I think this is a great time to wrap up our first episode. 
We'd love to hear what you guys think of friendships. If you guys have anything on friendships, relationships, or just anything in general, feel free to send us an email at hello at voicehugspodcast.com. Or you can DM us at voicehugspodcast on Instagram. Instagrammy. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with us. We hope you enjoyed our first episode and we can't wait to share more next week on insecurities. Insecurities. See you guys in the next episode. Voice hugs. Voice hugs. Bye. Voice hugs. Bye.